Welcome back to. Ah, don't do that. <laughs> Welcome back to. Dragonfly Jones, Tyler, LeJethro Jenkins, John, and we're joined by our special guest who, like me, does not require that I tell you his Twitter name and then his real name, <laughs> Miles Brown, Miles with a Y, uh, if you're looking for him on Twitter. Guys, we obviously all know what we're talking about today. <laughs> Miles, give an introduction. Introduce yourself to the people. Let, you know, you got you to gotta let them know who we're talking to. You feel me? You're going to make me stand up in front of the class? Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Hi, my name is Miles. <laughs> I, <laughs> I go to school in Portland. <laughs> I used to write about basketball. There we go. Now I make commercials. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. So, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, this was better then expected it destroyed expectations the quotables the music bro they dropped the, the fuck on there at least twice <laughs> oh dude I, I can't believe how good this is dude this doc is so good they got disney to let f-bombs fly at fucking nice. six o'clock west coast time bro in front of the whole world because everybody's at home watching this shit right you know what i mean like Insane. They got Krause the fuck up out of there. I know he in the afterlife, like, damn, nigga, like, hiding his face and shit. You know yeah, what like, I mean? Can I get a break, nigga? Shit, I'm dead as fuck. Right. That's Yo, great. like, we Yo. all read all the stories about, you know, everything that Michael Jordan said to Jerry Krause. We all knew it coming in. But seeing that shit on video is still jarring. Bro. Like, damn. he looked that man dead in the face in front of his employees and just dressing <laughs> down. Like... It makes you think about, like, the work dynamic they had to have where, like, Krauss gets shitted on by MJ. Does he come shit on you? Do you respect him? Like, uh, right. H- how do you do your job after that? Dude, he he said, he said, are those the... Go ahead, go ahead. He said, are those the pills you take that keep you short? And then he said, oh, they must be weight loss pills. Oh. <laughs> and then walked off and looked back at him like, what you gonna say? I'm Michael Jordan, motherfucker. Bruh. No. But this just trips me out, though. Kraus really, like, dude, you have the best team ever assembled, maybe other than the 87, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Lakers, Showtime, and shit like that. But particularly the best team ever fucking assembled, dog. You know what I'm saying? You've won six out of eight chips, and you're trying to break that up? Dude, sit your ass down somewhere and enjoy the greatest. That's insanity to me. 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's 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 like this. Every every GM thinks they're the smartest guy in the organization, right? Every fucking GM thinks that. And more important but too. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but when everything goes to shit, is when GM get on a bender where they need to remind people that they're the smartest guy in the organization. Nothing good ever comes with GMs on power trips, and that's what the fuck Krause was on. I mean, don't like. You know, go ahead. Go say, what you say? What did I say? No, nah, I mean. I kind of see both sides. And I guess that's the thing that I'm looking for in this documentary is all of these niggas were assholes. <laughs> Bill Jackson was an asshole. Michael Jordan was an asshole. Scotty Pippen was an asshole. And they were punking this nigga every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was just the nigga to steal off on. But, but, yeah. he, but he, was, he was on some bitch-made shit, though. And I, I get why the assholes were being dicks. To the oh, that's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I get why they were treating him that way, bro. I mean, I mean, look at uh, this. Scotty took a bad deal, obviously, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get why Scotty was mad though. Like he took the deal because you know he had two disabled people in the family. You can't, you can't take that deal. risk. He took the deal because he knew 18 million dollars over seven years could take care of the bedrock basics of what he needed to do for his family. Exactly. But the dude was the second. I mean, it, it, the year the year that Jordan left, he took the Bulls to what a game with the winning a game of beating the Knicks, who went to the finals that year. And he still like, and he paid two point eight fucking million. And he even tripped me out when Jordan was like, "I thought Scotty was selfish." Jordan, you were getting thirty three mil. You deserved every fucking dime. That's why he was he getting thirty three mil plus nine figures in endorsements. Yes, bro. and that and that thirty three is worth. I looked it up. It's fifty one now, bro. You was getting high. You know what I'm saying? You know, like that dude. That's 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 crazy. Talking about his selfish snow, bro. Like Scotty was getting fucked, and I get why he didn't want to fuck his summer up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that made so much sense to me, bro. If you gonna fuck me over like that, okay, I got something for you. But I, I I don't think you can overlook how MJ never sought to break the bank until his last couple years. Like he was he was about working mm-hmm. with fucking management and, and and working the margins to, so they can get the most help they could get. So I can totally see why he think Pip was being selfish there. He was on it, some fuck shit, but I can understand why he would think that. But you yeah, know what? Two point eight million. I, I, I hear like, that he was never making anything. Like he, he was the hundred twentieth highest player. Paid player in the league, bro. Highest paid player in the league, bro. Jordan was never that undervalued as far as when it came to pay. Come well, on, but, but, but actually but, though, he was. I mean, that was the thing is that it was easier to lock Scotty into that long term deal mm-hmm. because Michael wasn't getting money until those last three years. Michael right. Jordan, I mean, you can't make more money than Michael Jordan. You're right, because then the whole true. game is fucked up. Right, 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 right. But at the same time, it's disingenuous to me for MJ to take that stance, knowing. I mean, you have to assume he knows what what kind of a background and family like Scotty's coming from, and then Jordan like invented an industry that he was <laughs> sitting at the top of in terms of endorsements and shit. Like, yeah, like money didn't. Uh, he could get any kind of money he wanted from anyone. The Bulls were probably like third or fourth most in terms of people who were paying him at that point. Yeah, yeah, and that that's a, a big reason why Mike really didn't give a shit about fucking, you know, having a super contract with the Bulls because he was the most highest paid fucking athlete in the world, you know, via endorsements during his run. So he wasn't hurting for shit. I wonder how much Pippen was getting paid for his endorsements too because I used to love the fucking Pippen, like, like he said, Pippen had. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder if he was getting paid good money. He might have even been getting fucked with that too because Jordan was just eating everything. You know what I'm saying? But and the bar- <laughs> hey, hey, Okay, hold on. Here's a number that'll fucking slap you in the face. In 2019, Michael Jordan made $145 million in endorsements. More than he ever made his career as a bull. $145 million in the year 2019. Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, clearly wild. that man is earning his money. Yo, for sure. Oh, no, I mean, dude, he's earning every dime. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get why, like, you know, it's not like he should take less money so Pippen can get paid no more. No. Cross needs to figure that out to get Pippen his money. You know, get get some of Cool Coach money and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't he don't need he don't need to get taken in Jordans, but that's it's 2.8 mil, bro. Like, when you're I think at that point he was also in the top 50 players of all time list. Was yeah. he not? Oh yes. yeah, he was. That was 96. Right. That's crazy, dog. But like the quotables in this shit were crazy too, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. like, like, yeah, like, the, the, like, like, go ahead. Go you ahead. know what story? I, I mean, it's, it's a story that I read before, but seeing it, it, it verbalized was fucking perfect. The the, the rhyme store of if I gave you ten pills and one of these pills will kill you. Bro, that whole fucking back and forth. Different. <laughs> oh, that different. was so good. You, you said, yeah. Depends on how bad the fucking <laughs> headache is. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like this is not a normal human being. He is fighting, and I, I think that's why he took the lesser money too. Because you saw, like, he approached the game in the most fundamental way. I just want to fucking win. We'll figure everything else out. Let y'all handle that shit. Let me get out here and fucking get these W's, bro. And I mean that that was interesting to see too. But uh, uh, fucking Roy Williams, bro, made me cry, my G. He made like I, I tear I teared up when he what, what did he say he said um Michael Jordan was the only player that could ever turn it on and off and he never fucking he never turned it and he never turned it off bro you know what I'm saying and I like that, and he, no he said he never freaking turned it off which yeah, yeah. for Roy is like freaking I mean, is a, he, yeah that's a, that's a, that's a curse word for Roy Williams <laughs> you know what I mean but but bro like that shit was I mean that was I mean and then and then what was really interesting was how revered he was during like like while they were still playing like. Bird was saying like only only MJ could do that shit. He just got torched for 50, 48 and sixty, and he's saying you know he's still showing love. Like you don't. I, 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 Larry Bird was a hating ass nigga too. Right. Like <laughs> he said that he meant it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He said he said. Yeah, I have never seen Larry Bird compliment anyone besides MJ and Magic. That's it. Uh, and he called. He didn't just compliment MJ. He called him God when he was twenty three years old, bro. Like he, it was his second. It's his second year in the fucking league. He said God disguised as Michael <laughs> Jordan. What, bro? I mean, like, I don't. I don't even know. Like, what I. I, I knew it was gonna be good, but like the. And, and what was really funny is how they just threw Ewing in there to get shitted on at the beginning and then got him out of there for the rest of the night. <laughs> he got dunked on three times and he got shitted on uh, in the UNC game. You know what I'm saying? And then they got him. Yeah, you could go home. <laughs> you I know what I'm saying? You, I guarantee you, he said yes to this shit so there wouldn't be any stories about him saying no. He walked in there and said, you got 10 minutes and then I got practice. Like, let's fucking get this. <laughs> also, <bro>. Jordan, also <laughs> George, uh, uh, Georgetown is a brand Jordan school. Michael Jordan owns fucking Ewing, bro. Literally. <laughs> owned him in college. Right. Owned him in college. <laughs> owned him in, while he's playing and in retirement. He owns Ewing, bro. It's crazy, bro. But I, so, so can we – hold on. So can we talk just for a second about how nuts it is that this documentary even exists? Like I hadn't – until the ESPN put the story out, I think yesterday, I hadn't heard the full story of it. But like – he, they let them – and Michael Jordan always wanted – like towards the end of his career, he always wanted the creative control over anything that was done with him, right? Mm -hmm. So he let them – he let the NBA film the whole season. Like, I mean, they're in everything. And the right. person running – and the person running the documentary is fucking Adam Silver, bro. <laughs> like he just happened to be in charge of that wing of the NBA – 
Obviously, he's now the commissioner. Yeah. And he said Michael Jordan literally called him and said, all right, you guys can do the documentary 20 years later. Dog. And then and, and, and to dig even deeper, the producer who pitched this shit in 1997 is a guy named Andy Thompson. He's Michael Thompson's brother. He's Clay Thompson's uncle. And fucking MJ agreed to this shit on a meeting during the day of the Cavs parade in 2016. <laughs> what you say? You said LeBron had that man shook? <laughs> I, I mean, he might have heard footsteps. I mean, I mean let's, let's, not, let's not put it past MJ like he doesn't give a shit about what, what, what the public opinion of him is because he very much is consumed with that. Well, I mean, are we supposed to believe it was a coincidence? It was supposed, yeah, it was supposed to believe it was a coincidence be, the be. parade was happening? Can't be. And this going to move the needle, bro. It's the, I bet me and a LeBron fan on the internet after this shit, bro. When the, <laughs> bro, we gonna have some arguments going on, dog. I mean, I, this is bro. I, it, he, they got him looking like a god out here, and I'll be honest, he was. He's been called a god in both episodes of the documentary so far. They called him a god in France, and Larry Bird called him a god. I mean, I'm looking forward to get because he he said he said he was scared that it's gonna happen. Well, he didn't say he was scared. He said it's gonna make us think he's a bad guy. I'm interested when we get into those parts when it when it gets to the nitty gritty and the uglier shit. You know, I always kind of like teen it up a little bit now. I think it's gonna get a little uglier, even more like you know, um, behind even further behind the scenes when they start showing that gambling and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? it's, it's coming. It's coming. He's still in the he's still in the stage where MJ was that motherfucker that you know beat up on in the postseason. Once MJ becomes the man who who you know knows his way, gets shit done. That's when that motherfucker goes fucking you know tyrannical on motherfuckers. And I, and bro, I, I really I, I'm surprised at how far it went back. Like I love the the flow of it. I thought it was just really gonna be like uh the the, the, the last dance, but it's showing like you know it's it's tying in the the prior years that kind of set up everything yeah. too. It's great. Uh, uh, Dog, dog, do you know how much I loved that fucking clip of MJ hitting the free throw to send the shit to OT at first Boston and he pumps his fists and that shit is right on the beat drop on I'm Bad by LL. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that That's was so editing. fucking good. Editing, the production is crazy, bro. Like, I mean, it, even even in, even like them showing like him when he hit the shot and then they have him talking about hitting that big shot during that moment, bro. Like when and he said when he said like, I didn't even have time to be nervous. You're the only human on the planet that will really say that. I didn't have time to be nervous, motherfucker. Like, you decide. Like, you need time to do that shit. Like, you're you're a freshman playing in a fucking national championship. You know what I mean? And then he talks afterwards, and he sounds like, I mean, dude, I, I what was really odd was like, I never ma- imagined Michael Jordan not being an adult. Like, I felt like he came out the womb at like fucking, you know what I'm saying. 21 or Right, right. You feel me? Like, <laughs> it, it was interesting. Like, he, he sounds like a kid. He's a, they're showing this old footage. You know, I mean, I mean stuff I've never seen. And I've watched, I thought I'd seen everything. I didn't think they could the, show me anything, you know? The first episode, was... the first episode was like, I felt like I was 10 years old, bro. Honestly. Like, I, like, I didn't think you could make me like Michael Jordan the way I liked him when I was a kid, but it was so endearing to see his little, like, country ass, right. innocent right. ass. Like, I, 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 it's just, the media, media didn't exist then the way that it exists now. So, like, we didn't have all these backstories. I never seen these clips of Pippin's, like, house that he grew up in. and his, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a different environment. And digging into those stories is so special when you talk about a team that, like you said, John, like we thought, I didn't think you could tell me anything else <laughs> about nothing. that team, bro. Nothing. <laughs> I was 13, 14. Like that was like the peak, you know, like we all, I don't know. I, and 
I feel like I got two hours of shit that I'd never heard before. And that two hours felt like five minutes, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the good part of the work to me was like how they are emotionally laying a backdrop for the people who make the decisions that they do. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was a dickhead because his daddy told him that nigga, you don't even know the difference between a Phillips and a flathead. Get out right. of my face. <laughs> I was, Scotty I... Pippen loves his family because yeah. yo, you know, I got two paralyzed people in my home. Bro. So then it it really justifies or at least contextualizes a lot of the the actions and the decisions that these dudes are gonna make later. And I felt like yeah, I felt like that was such an insight into Phil Jackson too that they asked him like, did you resent you know what Scotty was doing? And he like with no hesitation, and I totally believed him was just like, no, absolutely not. And like he he showed you, I mean, because how could you not be frustrated if you, you start zero and five on the road? You're supposed to be a <laughs> you know like a surefire champion. And and I just feel like when he said that, that's exactly his entire philosophy of like you just have to understand every player and where they're coming from. And I just told the team, like, we're going to be behind. And then when Scotty gets with us, like, we'll be good to go. I was, I've was i been really wondering, like, how much trauma fuels greatness. You know what I'm saying? And, like, when he, when, he, when you're talking about uh, MJ when his dad was being a dick to him, I was like, is that is that what turned MJ to him? Is that what turned Scotty to him? Like, and I was thinking about Michael Jackson, his shit prior, like, earlier this week. But, yeah, I was, when, when, when they showed it, like, damn, this is what made him, like, I will prove you motherfuckers wrong. Is this love for his dad and his dad clowning the shit out of him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, like take your ass dad house. Doing that, but, I, but I also, you know, I, I heard some of the stories about him and his dad, but I, I had not really ever heard him talk about his brother and about how important that was. That the he love felt like, yeah, you know, like that it was like, we, you know, the person I, I think he said the person you love most in the world when you physically are coming to blows with them over, you know, playing basketball or whatever. And to me, that contextualized all of the shit we've heard over the last however many years about what an asshole he was. Yep, how you know, in his head, he's like, right, he's like, what, how do you expect me to treat Tony Kukoc if me and my fucking brother would get into a fist fight over a pickup game? Right. <laughs> yeah, um, um, right. I, 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 I actually was very familiar with Larry um, Jordan. I know that that's that he's the reason MJ would wear 45 and shit and why 23 is half a 45, like it's all about his brother. Because Larry Jordan is the only basketball player I've ever heard MJ really fucking compliment. That's why I know <laughs> Larry Jordan is. <laughs> I mean, the way he talked about Pippen, though, was, it was interesting, too, when he said, you know, don't, if, if you mention Michael Jordan, you got to mention Scottie Pippen, too. I never heard him talk about Pippen like that before. You know I what mean, I'm saying? That's the thing that I'm, I'm interested to see is if they really get into the effect that they had on each other. Because, like, I'm personally really happy to see Scottie finally get his fucking flowers. Mm-hmm. Because imagine that. You, you come in from central Arkansas, from the background that he came from. You're this rookie. You're coming in here. You're just trying to make good for your family. And here comes this nigga, Michael Jordan, terrorizing you every day. Bro, <laughs> bro I, I heard a shit. That motherfucker went in there with, and in rookie year, he was there with MJ and Oak. Like, God damn, that motherfucker got fucked through the You see Oak that motherfucker? You see? In the mind. Yeah. Right, like, in the face. And I, I, I heard a story about Scottie Pippen getting clowned so much by Jordan while lifting. He was clowning Scottie Pippen's nose, which Pippen left crying. And I don't know if that was just barbershop talk. But like, yeah, I believe it. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Story, uh, there was a story in the Jordan Rules, and I'll never forget it. Scotty wanted to cancel practice because Horace Grant's cat died. And I said, wow, that's the kind of niggas we were dealing that's with. That's a here. different Scotty. That's a nigga that ain't fucking this summer up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Miles probably had my favorite tweet of the whole evening when he said, uh, my favorite part of the documentary was Scotty. <laughs> Scotty wanted a hot girl summer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> bro, that was so. My summer up. Hey, bro. I got $50 out here. He looked hey, he, he hey, disgusted that, at the thought that anybody would think he would fucking get that fucking surgery after the season. Like, hey, I, that was my single favorite. Like, that line to me was when it was like, this documentary could be 50 hours long. And if they've got Scottie Pippen saying, I'm not going to fuck my summer up on ESPN in primetime, like, you can have as much of my time as you want. <laughs> I would watch all 10 tonight straight through, bro. Crap. I would just, just lines of it. I'd watch it twice. Right? What the fuck I mean, else bro, I'm going to do? doing Sports Center breakdowns of a documentary. And like, it's, and I, I would have tapped in, but I didn't have to work. I would have tapped in. I would have tapped right into that shit, bro. It's that good. I mean, it's it. Okay, hold on. So I got, okay, so I have to ask this question since, since Miles just mentioned crack. So, <laughs> so MJ tells a story about he walks into the, the hotel room as a, uh, as a rookie, right? And and so he sees people smoking weed and uh, doing lines and everything. And so he said he turned around, you know, he was like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here. And for, I was surprised by this. People on Twitter were like, oh, no way. Like, you know, he's just trying to portray himself in a wholesome way. Like, I totally believe that's yeah, who he yeah. was as a 22 year old. Me too, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally yeah. believe it because, because MJ was a dude who was fanatically obsessed with the very best. He doesn't want coke that he doesn't know where it came from. He doesn't want woman who took a taxi cab to the Sheraton. This motherfucker wants the world's finest cigars in fucking 1980s Madonna. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. like, that's the type of dude MJ was. I can totally believe that. And plus, what year did uh, Lim Byers die? Oh, you're right. Yeah, he yep. was, was 85, yeah. Yeah, that was, it was yeah. right at that time. So, yeah, I'm a young country boy from North Carolina. I see a nigga just died doing this shit. I'm good. He probably, ain't even, y'all later, man. He probably ain't even seen Coke yet, bro. You know, from where he's from, you know, being, yep. being in the, under the program in North Carolina, bro. That motherfucker probably ain't even seen Coke. That might have been the first time he's seen that shit. He, you know, he was probably scared, scared shitless. Went home and folded his clothes. Fuck it. <laughs> they ain't a bottle of cereal. They be like, shit, fuck this. You know what I mean? Drink him some orange juice and Sprite. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I, I definitely believe that, man. But that was interesting. On the other side of it, I could see the competitor, Michael Jordan, being like, oh, all these niggas are cokeheads? I'm not to tear this league up. Right, right. <laughs> Celebrating on the way home, you know this. I I love this too. How's your transition been to the league? Pretty easy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Put that in my fucking veins, bro. I love that shit, man. Like that's. I mean, I mean, we're, I, 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 I like like you said. I think we're just laying the groundwork for like you know for for for, for the, the the when the shit gets you know kind of. Kind of heavy coming up. I'm excited about that shit, bro. But this is what's so exciting to me is those two episodes, like you said, John, I agree. They were so – my expectations were so high based on what everyone who's seen the documentary had said about it. And it was so much higher than those expectations. Mm -hmm. And what has me excited is you don't ever talk about the first 20% of a documentary – that ended up being a great documentary. Like that's never where the good shit is. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, like, right, right. Like these next eight hours are gonna be absolutely nuts. Too yeah, fucking like, ready. Like I was, I was, I was so concerned about ten hours because, like, I've got a shitty fucking attention span. Like I can't even give two hours of shit that I really like. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. <laughs> you know, and, and and this shit just flew by, bro. And it's only gonna get better. The episode yeah, three is the Robin episode. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Pistons, you know what I'm saying? Good. That's gonna be that's gonna be good as fuck, bro. That's gonna be great. Tell you said something about that. You said it's a bad boy episode or some shit. Oh, it's. I mean, you can't tell. You know, 
Rodman's bull story without telling the piston story and the bad boys piston story and how yeah. the, piss, the bad boys went three and one versus you know fucking MJ for four straight post seasons. Like you can't gloss any of that shit over. So that shit is gonna set Twitter on fucking fire. I'm sure of it. Like you said niggas gonna be arguing. Niggas gonna be arguing. Yeah, yeah, niggas, <laughs> we was all we, we was all in a happy family today because we just happened to get some shit off. We gonna get back right back to it to the real Twitter next week. <laughs> Well, we gonna be on each other's <laughs> heads, you feel me? But, bro, like, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't think, I don't know if they could have done any better these first two episodes. Like, I, I like, I, 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 I'm, I'm sad that we, that it's only ten. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, crazy. I mean, OJ, the OJ doc is still the gold standard in my house. Mm-hmm. It, was, yes. it was just, just because of the way it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. With, I need to watch what? it. Yeah, what? I never watched it. I never watched it. Dog, it's 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 so much bigger than OJ. It's fucking, you know, it's um, the nineties. Yeah, it's 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 post integration, yeah, you know, yeah. black relations. Yeah. It's 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 a documentary on race relations, first and foremost, and, and OJ is the one beat. I, I was so about to say it's, it's yeah. really fucking good. It might be the best thing I've ever seen. Like just to, if you were to just take it as a short film about like race relations in Southern California, it might be the best, <laughs> the, yeah. the yeah. best like piece ever done on that subject. And it's about a football player. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's why I think it'll always like just personally, it'll still no matter how good this is, OJ will be better just because of the shit that they tackled within that. Uh-huh. But it was cool to see just how much detail and emotional, you know, groundwork they're laying here for this thing to justify being 10 hours. Because, yeah, at first it sounds like, my nigga, like, I own Come Fly With Me. That shit was 45 minutes. Like, what, what are we going to do for the rest of the <laughs> Right, 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 right. Like, it's so good that I was, I was like, I need to research who's behind this. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's the director? Yep. Like, that's, that's when they're like, who's the art director? Who's the producer? You know, who did the fucking score on this shit? Like, I'm thinking that shit, like when the music switched and that fucking um that uh Celt- the, the Celtics uh bullshit when he was, went off for of 49. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, like there's there's parts where I'm just like, who like my I, I, the creativity behind it, how the story is being told is just so perfect to me, man. They, they, they you know how hard it is to like make something too. Yes. You know, I mean, just yeah. all the stakeholders that are involved in this, mm-hmm. where you know you got the NBA, ESPN. Michael MJ, Jordan, his yep, people, yep. all these, all these people you have to bring together and you have to, you have to like answer to all of their feedback, but still keep your creative integrity and tell a story that's, that's coherent. That's is wildly complicated. So the, dude, to, like, yeah. the, the, the writer director listed on it is, uh, I have no idea how to pronounce his last name, but Jason Hare mm-hmm. and the, the previous yeah. docs he did for ESPN, he did the fab five doc. Um, he did the 85 Bears. He did uh, Bernie and Ernie and Down in the Valley. So I've he seen two Andre of the, the Giant Joint too. Yes, yeah, yes, and the Andre. So I mean, like that's a he's he's coming out of he the gate with shit. pretty fucking good. Yes. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And, yeah. And, 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 and and you know, um, looking at you know his body of work, but but going off of this, I think that this dropping 20 years later, like it's it it it. it, it you can dig so much deeper than you would have if you would have dropped this 98 or 99 yeah. because you've got the mythology of MJ that's been built up, you know, for the last 20 years. You know, the fucking, you know, the bullet points to hit, you know, the fucking foundations of his of, of his legend to hit, the, the layers to peel back for. And, and it seems like they're hitting all of that shit. So, like, you know, like I said, this wouldn't be the same documentary if we got it, you know, a year, you know, after. I did, yeah, I mean, 
I just think knowing where everyone's stories end changes the story too. I mean, the Jerry Krause, Phil Jackson beef has such a different light after the way that uh, Phil Jackson's career went on. And obviously we saw what happened with the bulls after the, you know, Jerry Krause saying that uh, a player doesn't win a win championships. Well, we saw what happened to the bulls when they lost the fucking player. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I feel like that, uh, like that changed significantly. And I just feel like, I don't know that either like we were talking in the group chat about um, MJ talking about, you know, growing up in North Carolina and and uh, and racism. And like, I don't think I've ever seen him talk openly about any of these subjects the way he is in the doc. And like he never would have talked about about doing cocaine in 1998. Never. You, you see all of these little things. Like, I remember there was a Playboy interview from, like, the late 80s, early 90s. And he talked about the racism and how he, he used to hate white people. And really? I remember. Yeah, yeah. I can find it for you. I'll send it to you later. Please. And um, there was also, you know, I've heard the cocaine and the drugs. But it's just that you have all of these things together in one place. And he's willing to expound on that shit. That it, it took me 30 years to scrabble all of this shit together. I'm about to get it all in 10 hours. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's great. I'm excited about next week, bro. Man, I don't know. Well, like, what what are you guys excited to see over the rest of the document? You mentioned the bad boy shit, Tyler, but I mean, what like what what other stories can you? Because they went so much more in depth on Pippin's situation and MJ. The minute the minutes restrictions for MJ was the like that was one of the most fascinating parts of the first two hours for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like. What, what shit do you know is coming that you can't wait to see them go deeper on? Um, I, I wonder I wonder if they're going to hit on his his sneaker deal because MJ to me is is the fucking, you know, the the, the revolutionary when it comes to sports marketing, right? Like, mm-hmm. like there was, you know, it's, it's before MJ and post MJ when you fucking look at the way um, athletes were marketed. So I wonder if they're going to hit that. Um, you, And, you know, the biggest legacy to me of, of, about MJ is is you know I won't argue with anyone who says he's the be- best player of all time. I mean, yeah, I probably will argue because I think Brown, but you know that's besides the point. I respect your opinion if you think it's motherfucking MJ. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the thing about MJ is he shifted the philosophy of basketball, professional basketball in the NBA, um, to where you didn't need a dominant big. Like like he shifted the whole fucking focus of professional basketball to you know a perimeter player focused league. Like like without MJ, I'm not sure if if we get the same KD. KD might have been fucking start studying a Lajuan film or some shit. You know what I mean? I think that's MJ's biggest legacy. I'm not sure if they're gonna hit on that though. Why why, why, why do you why do you think that? Why, I, I know I know he was winning with fucking Luke Longy and Ben Bill Winnington, but I'm saying like. But like, what 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 makes you think he shifted it in that? Why why do, why do you think that people are going to uh, like 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 Durant is not playing in the, in the paint because of MJ? Can I jump in? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Doug, I said Michael Jordan was. I mean, think about Hakeem Olajuwon, David mm-hmm. Robinson, yeah. Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo. Fucking, I'm, I'm sure there's about three, four of my other guys I'm forgetting that are just all NBA Hall of Fame first team centers. Yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan was the best post player in the league, though. Oh. And I mean, if Michael Jordan wasn't winning those championships, then yeah, we would still be valuing big men like that. If Michael Jordan wasn't winning those championships, you wouldn't have Kobe Bryant's, Allen Iverson's, Vince Carter's, Tracy McGrady's, Tracy McGrady's all those yeah. mid-range shots. Yep, yep, because yep, it yep. The, the, the old thinking would have justified itself. Yeah. Big men win championships. Oh, look at that guy. He scored all those points, but he didn't win anything. Right. Well, I mean, you had one of the craziest clip sequences 
I've ever seen in a documentary that culminated with Mark Eaton saying, well, I mean, he's only six foot six. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he can't carry a franchise because right. like anyone other, anyone under seven foot, like they just could, they didn't know how to see people that way. Like that, those clips were crazy. I mean, even knowing how different the league was 30 years ago, it's just crazy seeing like, I think even the dude from the Bulls said, well, obviously. It was we like, yeah, seven we foot. wish he was like, seven foot. Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> You remember the one with uh, Bobby Knight after the Olympics? Uh-oh. Jordan was, I forget who the context was coming from, who the story was told by. But uh, they were talking to Bobby Knight. Michael Jordan had joined the Olympic team. And, you know, he was like, yo, this Michael Jordan guy, he's really good. And he's Bobby Knight, you know, hating ass. It's just like, yeah, 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 we'll see. By, like, the third or fourth practice, Bobby Knight came back to dude and was like, yo, Michael Jordan has to go number one. And then it was just like, but the so-and-sos are number one. They, they don't, they have a, they need a center. He said, play him at center. <laughs> wow. Bobby Knight said this? Yes. That is crazy, dog. You said, I, I, I only know him for hating. I've never heard him say anything good about anybody. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, I mean, like, that's one thing I was, <laughs> it, it showed, like, I was thinking of something where, you know, almost everybody, we've been showing a bunch of Jordan shit over the last few weeks, and I've been watching a bunch of clips and shit like that, but it was showing, like, this shot chart, and where he, you know, it, it would get red hot, you know, where he's getting his buckets, and we know where he got his point, buckets, but I never put in my, thought of myself, to myself, like, MJ was the best post player in the league, it never came to my, I never thought it, but yeah, I mean, shit, that, that, I mean, that fadeaway, bro, like, he was backing people down and getting money for three years, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, and, he, and, he, and you couldn't keep him out of his spot. He always got to his spot, bro. And it, dude, I saw, I saw, a, what was it? What was it, like a, that video that, that went viral? Him do, shooting fadeaways, bro. That shit was poetry. Put that, put Miles Davis behind that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you can sell that shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was beautiful. Like, but he always got to his spot, and it was, and you, and you couldn't do nothing about it. He went both ways just as easy. It was unstoppable. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It was it was just as his fadeaway to me is just as dominant as a skyhook. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like he could go left or right shoulder. And anyway. then if you step on that, he's got the counter where he does the step through through the lane. You bring another guy up, he's passing it around you. He was a center. Bro <laughs> I, saw, I saw him give somebody like four moves at the paint. Like I was like, they were they were like they were talking about how he gave somebody buckets, but I was like, that was good D. Michael Jordan gave a nigga. Rose. Yeah, he, he, he had a nigga. He had a nigga three, three or four moves. After the third move, it's a wrap for anybody, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but it, it, it's just he gonna get his off every time. There's no stopping him, and it was just, bro, man. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I, it makes sense. Best post player league. I never thought about that, but that's a great way to put it. But all right, yeah, MJ 2.0 was a fucking savant, man. You talking about his history? The, 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 the second, the second post, three, post first retirement in MJ, MJ 2.0, a fucking artist out there, dog. I was, was crazy. I mean, yeah, and, and everybody knew it was coming. Nobody could do a single thing about it. Everybody I, knew it was coming. I mean, that was the thing that was so interesting to me. I remember, I forget who I was talking to about it, but everybody for like from what 1998 when he left till about I don't know 2000, let's say five six ish when when LeBron really came on the scene. Everybody was trying to be that Jordan guy, mm -hmm. and it wasn't working. And you saw a lot of dudes taking inefficient mid-range shots. 
And because of that, then the nerds were just like, yo, this is not an efficient shot. We should be shooting threes or layups because for a decade, niggas tried to be Michael Jordan and couldn't do it. But Michael Jordan, he shot that shot. Those shots, triple pump fakes, pivots, left shoulder, yep, right shoulder, yep, up and up yep. at 50% yep, in yep. the mid-range. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to but, say about um, that. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say like, like, like you know, I'm heaping praise on fucking MJ 2.0. Like I said, I, he was a fucking artist out there. But something we have to consider, the, the nuance we have to take into account here is that um, that wouldn't work today in, um, with that squad and 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 the defense rules, right? Like, like you go a zone in where a motherfucker can cheat off Randy Brown when MJ goes in the, in the back down mode. Mm-hmm. What the fucking MJ? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but yeah, but I, yeah, you know, like I said, I'm not at all discrediting MJ. You play with the right. rules that are presented to you, but you know, just a little nuance for motherfuckers who could say that. I'm not sure if MJ. I, I mean, I, I think MJ would have figured some shit out regardless of what the defensive rules is. He was that fucking good. He was yep. that fucking dedicated. Yep. Yep. I'm saying, not sure if we would have seen the same iteration that we saw. You know, the MJ 2.0 in today's NBA with the defensive rules. I wonder what the rest of the team would look like because, like, that Luke Longley shit ain't cutting it. No, you know. <laughs> like you might be able to put a Dennis Rodman play a Draymond role and put him at center, but that would mean you know he would have to do that Draymond thing where he handles the ball and opens the floor up for the rest of the players. And I don't think he was that kind of guy. It's just I you try and think about it like yo Michael Jordan is very fundamentally sound, most fundamentally sound player in the league. Michael Jordan had a crazy first step. He had crazy balance where he could just he could still be pulling up for those mid range shots. But who are the other four dudes around him? And then how is the defense playing him based on that? Where there's just too many variables to constitute for. I think the, I mean, the other aspect, obviously, like the game has just changed so much in terms of the way people score. Like not a single game in the finals that year did either the Bulls or the Jazz hit a hundred points. Yeah, including, I... including the game that went to overtime. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, so, one game on uh, ninety-six to fifty-four. Yeah, I mean, yes, there, there, yes, there was a, a the overtime game was eighty eight, eighty five. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I mean, the, I, I, so I, I mean, but, I, mean but even, said, even, I, I could see MJ into in the just, if he were coming up now, I could see him also just adjusting his game to where he was shooting more. You mean? Yeah, like, you, yeah, yeah, I mean, even I mean, shooting threes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say even even if you look at today's NBA, um, you know MJ 2.0's numbers are on it because the whole you know back um, um put your back to a player so he doesn't know which way you're turning and then you get a bucket right off the fadeaway. That's something that a lot of players have in their bag, but it's not the MJ you know put my back to you take fucking you know ten dribbles and back your ass down till I get to my spot. Yeah, you, you know can, what I'm saying, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Know when they turn their back, you gotta you right right you gotta go in score mode because you know the help it might come be coming. So you yeah. So, but I mean, just just little shit like that. It's kind of how you can see the evolution of the game in progress. But we see him take two hard dribbles, fake one way and go the other one real quick. So yeah, I mean yeah he was he would he would milk the shot clock and and, and back a motherfucker down and, and abuse him on the pivot too. But we'd also see him take a take a hard dribble one way. You know, show, throw the shoulder a little another way, and then fade back to that uh, opposite shoulder. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. He, and, he, so and he, his, stop on, his stop on the yeah, and I was gonna say his stop on the dime fadeaway was just as lethal as his back you down, you know, yes. fadeaway. And he, I mean, like, yeah. like he fakes you up and then stop on the dime and, and get buckets too. Go, and, and he stops on the that first step is crazy. Stops stops on the dime, goes straight up, bro. He's not fading forward, bro. That's how strong and you know explosive he was, going straight up. 
somebody got a hand in his face, he just wait for you to go down. He's still up there. <laughs> and then he shoots that motherfucker when you know when you when you run out. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's it's. It made me feel like a kid, like you said, like you said, uh, uh, Mike. It shit made me feel like a. I felt the same way I felt for a second, like watching Mike. You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn. Like, my sister hit me up. She was like, I miss watching him play. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, you know, it made you feel like you felt as a child, you know? You do, you could taste the lemon lime Gatorade in the back right. of the fucking the, you know the, the, the ecto cooler high seat, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, in the honey bun, you know? <laughs> but yeah. What you saying? You were saying something, Miles? I mean,. I wonder what a Michael Jordan would be like right now. Like that same dude can't exist right now. Yeah. Just because of like, imagine Michael Jordan on social media, you know, yeah. <laughs> as a 25 years old. All that gambling and old, shit we, like that too. Yeah. I mean, he, he might be like a KD kind of dude or he might be like yeah, a Kobe yeah. kind of dude. You, you know, he's either going to be on there arguing with niggas like, yo, what'd you say about me? Or it's not, nah, I ain't got time for that. I'm going to go work. But just the way you would cover him now, knowing the way that he treated people, mm-hmm. it would, I wonder how long he could continue doing that. I think he would, but yes. I mean, I think that's such a great point. Like I could very much see him being, like Kobe's probably the only dude I can really think of who's controlled the way his narrative went for as long as he did. Like I can see him doing that. I can see him not on social media except to drop 60 second videos like for Nike right before a playoff game or something. I can see him uh, starting a media company. You know what I mean? Like he's not being quoted in anything he doesn't own. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I can't see, he was so famous and I feel like he was, I I wasn't as conscious of it at the time because I was a kid, but I think now you can look back and see like, he also invented this kind of fame. Right. Um, And I think that like, all of these dudes are kind of in the wake of what he was, but like they don't have private. No one has privacy. Like he was famous, but he could still, like you say, he could go to the casino and no one was writing about it. There, you know, no one was filming it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's you can see how much everything has changed from. Like, I love that they started the doc obviously at the beginning of his career because I just feel like you can kind of trace the development of the NBA through him. And, you know, I mean, David Stern talked about that, like in the documentary, you know what I mean? Like this was a special moment in time. And he, he knew the bulls last season together that like they changed everything about the way the league would be forever. I mean, it was also interesting just because like, while there was no social media, you could still make an argument that like he got more attention now or then than dudes do now. Where, Absolutely. You know, center of the world. Center of the watching. world. Yeah. Yeah. And when towards the end, or at least towards the end of that, that first run, like that's still some of the worst shit that I think anybody's ever gone through. Somebody murdered my father. And then niggas said that it was my fault because of my gambling debt. So not only do I welch on my bets, apparently, I, and I have a gambling problem, but he got my father murdered. Like, I can't yeah. imagine. <laughs> fucking fucking multi-millionaire, like right. Fucking multi-millionaire MJ couldn't pay off whatever gambling debt. But yeah, I always hated that, that fucking, you know, those conspiracy theories. That shit was always disgusting to me. The Bill Simmons fucking conspiracy theory. The Bill Simmons wants to be fucking like QAnon about and shit, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, yeah, with, I, yeah. I'm I'm with you 100 percent on that. But I I think absolutely like to an extent, Miles. To your point, like I think there was sort of an apex at the time that he was really famous because I mean it was still only like at my house we only had four channels. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like Michael Jordan was on all of them. I just don't think. I mean, you talk about Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, like everyone in the 90s, mass media really became a thing, but there was still so few channels compared to what it is now. I mean, like even even just this documentary is the first time since uh, probably since Game of Thrones ended that it felt like most people I knew were watching the same thing at the same time. You know, whereas when we were all growing up, that's how life always was all the time. Like The Simpsons came on at eight o'clock, you know, whatever your show was, like that's what everyone was watching. And now there's so many different options. Like, I, I don't know how you ever, I guess Braun is really the only dude you could even put in that category. But yeah, I mean, it's just, you, you see like the way it was when he had people in France, like calling him God in a language he didn't speak and, you know, like fainting and shit running after him. Like, I don't know. That's, that's different, you know? Didn't, didn't everybody I mean, have WGN though? Did we, uh, they, I think at that time yeah. too, we had, like, yeah, I remember I had shock Chicago <laughs> television in fucking Tennessee yeah. and Alabama, bro. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every w game. WGN, yeah, WGN, WGN was under the same fucking umbrella as uh, Tribune Medium, which was what TBS was under. So, you know, TBS was like your Atlanta national, you know, local station. And yeah. fucking WGN was your Chicago national local station. Yeah, so, we had that shit here in so we, Everybody had it. We was all, I mean, shit. So, like, I remember we were talking about the 81-point game that Kobe, we couldn't, we couldn't see because... You know, like, dude, we saw every Jordan game because they were all on WGN. We all had access to that shit. Yeah, it was League Pass before League Pass. Right. Is that something people <laughs> about, the, about the only team that you would have wanted League Pass for. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Stars aligned on that one, man. <laughs> oh, man. To say, to say the fucking least, like. It's been interesting. High school kids, um, you guys know, like we, we cover uh, a lot of high school basketball players. It's been interesting watching young kids react to this because at this point, you know, I mean, these kids in high school and college, like they don't it's not even that they were babies like they, they were flat out. We're not alive for this shit. You know what I mean? The number one thing I saw people saying was, I think if you're a kid now. The only thing you know about Michael Jordan was like he had a killer instinct and he'd always hit a big shot. Yeah. But I saw a ton of kids just tweeting about like, oh, I didn't know he had that kind of athleticism. Like, I think that's what's really caught the generation that didn't see him off guard was the clip of him. The, the number one thing I saw them tweeting about was the clip of him hitting his head on the backboard. Oh, bro. He had a jump shot with it. He was releasing at the height of the rim. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, dude, like, I that mean, shit plays in any year. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right, right. The athleticism, he had, like, that's some Zion shit. You know what I mean? Like, we saw Zion. Yes. That, that, they, they were like, to the, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, the athleticism that he had, like, the league didn't really catch up until, like, maybe four years ago. And he still would be an alien now. You know what I'm That's saying? That's the like, thing is he gets discounted because, you know, you see him playing against some old white dude in some short shorts and you just like, ah, well, you know, he looked like he was in gym class. So you think, <laughs> oh, well, he wouldn't do that now because everybody's like that now. Nah, he's still a step faster. He still gets up higher and he still has those big ass hands, dog. Like half of yeah, those he's, moves he's, come he's, he's, just those hands. He he's the best mid-air adjuster in the history of the fucking NBA. Nobody can initiate contact and and you know also the 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 fucking course of their shot and and drop that shit better than MJ could ever. Dude, you like those up and unders? He would clap his hands. 
I mean, you see motherfuckers doing that shit in the wreck. <laughs> you don't see that shit done in fucking games, bro. With defense, like my like. I tried that shit. I hit myself in the face one time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not normal. He's just playing. There was. Do you see that one jumper when he came up, went down and shot that machine with one hand with uh, on his uh uh. He like adjusted in air, shot it with his right hand, like one handed. Like, got the foul off glass. I'm like, nigga, nobody's doing that. And the guy said, he's like, Jordan would go up and just adjust and decide he wanted to do something else mid-motion. Like, it's not normal. You know, that's, that's shit that can't be taught, bro. That's just, like, a, a freak of nature athlete. He was an alien, bro. So, but anyway, I'm excited about next week. We have a lot to look forward to, man. You feel me? So. I'm a holler, y'all boys. Are we, are we, are we good? We, we done? We Gucci? The Robin episode. Oh, uh, a quick shout out. Yeah. If you're listening to this uh, and you are not already on our Patreon, we have uh, a bunch, like 30 episodes, John, I think. Something like that, like 28, 29, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jenkins and Jones. Five bucks gets you all that shit. Um, we put one up. Uh, I haven't even put the link out on social media yet, but if you want to hear uh, Tyler and John roast me for not getting dessert at the Cheesecake Factory... For a half hour. He didn't get uh, cheesecake <laughs> at the fucking cheesecake factory, bro. Uh, five dollars. <laughs> did, did you have somewhere to be, though? Oh man! His <laughs> wife hit me up. His wife hit me up. It was like, yo, talking about the cheesecake factory. I went out with Mike one time, and he didn't want cheesecake at the cheesecake factory. So she, so she had to leave without getting cheesecake at the cheesecake factory. That is horrible. Do you go to McDonald's and like get the salad too? Right. Right. Get, the, right. get the steak. Get the steak. Get the steak biscuit at McDonald's, bro. That's fucking crazy, dog. Come if on. If you're listening man. to this, you know we need the five dollars on Patreon because I just opened <laughs> myself back up for that shit. Reason <laughs> a week after we already did that episode. So all right, for sure. <laughs> appreciate you, Miles. Man, it's been great, man. I appreciate you oh, jumping man, on, my boy. It was great talking to y'all, man. It, I'm looking forward to to more conversation. For so, for so, for so. I'm holler to y'all sure. boys. Y'all Hell be yeah, cool. appreciate it, brother. All right. Ten bad bitches in a man. Race on me, rock them diamonds on me dance. When you working hard, then your money start to spend. I got model bitches want to lick me like some candy. And them drugs come in hand. Last night, savage bitch, but no, I'm not ran. Hit her with no condom, had to make her eat a plan. I'm sipping on that codeine, not brain. I'm just starting on my ex, bitch. I'm just flexing on my ex, bitch. Hold up. I'm just starting on my ex, bitch. I'm just flexing on my ex, bitch. Fuck a wedding ring, I bought a necklace. Diamonds got the flu, try not to catch this. I left that hoe alone cause she was ratchet. All these bitches salty, they can't stand. Blessing on that bitch, hold up, let's go. Lot of niggas on that bitch, hold up, hold up. Her friend gon' lick me like a fool, roll up, roll up, roll up. She had her feelings on the ground, roll up. Put on up. Blessing on that bitch, hold up. I ain't testing back that bitch, hold up. I ain't stressing back that bitch, hold up. Damn it. 21 gon' get you dick, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Bitch, I like the bomb, like the hold up. Hold up, without no weed ball. Hold up, bitch, I spent your rent inside the mouth. Hold up, she got a nigga, but he broke, she lost. Hold up, that is private location. 